This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, September 3rd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Curtailments lawsuit. Water board fees increase. Again, farm income projected up overall, but median income down. Irrigation district sue water board over delta curtailments. Three Central Valley irrigation districts this week filed a lawsuit against the state water board over a Delta curtailment order approved last month. The districts span the San Joaquin and Stanislaus counties and hold water rights dating back more than a century. The water board and deputy director abused their discretion by issuing their curtailment orders without proceeding in the manner required by law and without providing a fair hearing, reads the lawsuit. The claim contends the board violated due process, an argument that won a 2015 lawsuit against the board over a similar order then. The lawsuit alleges the board also overstepped its jurisdiction with pre-1914 appropriative rights. The plaintiffs take issue with the agency's methodology for determining water availability, a contentious issue that stakeholders raise during the workshops. The petitioners are seeking a court injunction blocking the order. And on that note... The board's emergency order for Klamath Basin Rivers has cleared administrative review, allowing staff to issue new curtailment orders for the watershed, which could come as early as today. State Water Board again increases fees. State Water Board staff said in June to expect water quality and rights fees to rise as much as 15% next year. Those fee proposals again increased in August ahead of the board's final approval later this month. That according to Western Agricultural Processors Association. The program for waste discharge jumped from a proposed increase of 13% to nearly 17%. The percentage nearly double for irrigated lands program to 15.6%. WAPA, along with an agricultural coalition, hope to persuade the board to change its approach to the fee structure to halt a decade of steady fee increases. ERS, median farm household income to drop despite rise in net cash income. Despite an expected increase in net cash farm income this year, median total farm household income is projected to drop to 80314 for 2020, 79,909 in 2021, that according to the Department of Agriculture. Economic Research Service economist Kerry Lekoski says the decrease is due to several factors. Farm profits are often shared with other stakeholders like landowners or contracts, and the well-being of farm operator households is determined by a combination of off-farm and on-farm activity, she said in a webinar. Nationwide net cash farm income for 2021 is expected to rise to $134.7 billion. That compared to 2020's $110.9 billion. But production costs are also expected to rise. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Last day to submit comments to EPA and CORE on WOTUS rewrite. Unless the comment deadline is extended 
Today is the deadline to provide recommendations on the Environmental Protection Agency and Army Corps of Engineers' development of a proposed new definition of waters of the U.S. The agencies have held a series of virtual public meetings to gather input thus far, where agricultural and environmental groups have been well represented. The former generally want the agencies to stick with the Trump-era navigable waters protection rule, which has just been vacated, while environmentalists want something more closely resembling the Obama administration's 2015 waters rule. In response to several calls to extend the comment period, an EPA spokesperson said the agencies are reviewing the requests. USDA seeks comments on cell-cultured meat labeling. Can meat made with cultured animal cells be called a steak? The Food Safety and Inspection Service wants answers to that question and more than a dozen others as it tries to determine how to label cell-cultured meat and poultry products now being developed for commercialization in the U.S. In an advance notice of proposed rulemaking published yesterday, FSI has said it's seeking comments on a broad range of questions, including whether consumers should be informed that the product was made using animal cell culture technology and whether terms such as fillet, patty, or steak can be used to identify the products. This ANPR is an important step forward in ensuring the appropriate labeling of meat and poultry products made using animal cell culture technology. That USDA Deputy Undersecretary for Food Safety, Sandra Eskin, in a news release. We want to hear from stakeholders and will consider their comments as we work on a proposed regulation for labeling these products. The comment period is 60 days. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Here's today's He Said It. These unsustainable rates have caused a crisis not only here in Fresno, but for many throughout the state. That Fresno Mayor Jerry Dyer and a letter to the California Public Utilities Commission over a potential 22% PG&E rate increase for residential customers. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, September 3rd. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.